0: The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is proudly sponsored by Casa San Lorenzo Gosforth, the best Italian cuisine in the Northeast. Reserve a table today on 0191 0399 or visit casasanlorenzo.co.uk. Newcastle Fans TV Hello everybody, welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. It's back on the Boxing on this episode of the Green and Mullins show, Sam, isn't it? We've got the British super welterweight champion, Mr. Troy Williamson, on the Green and Mullins show today.
1: Yeah. Um, and he's in one hell of a fight ne- uh, next month. One hell of a fight. second Friday, 2nd December at the Utility in Newcastle. It's on Terrestrial TV in the UK. And it is a proper domestic 50-50 tear-up, and it's against a Sunderland fan. So, um, Troy Williamson versus Josh Kelly at the Utilita Arena is something I will definitely be tuning into. And um, Troy's the A-side in this fight. He's He's got the Lonsdale belt at the moment. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's the man with the title. So, uh, it's good to get him on.
0: Well, Sunderland get battered everywhere they go, Sam.
1: You can't let a and win in Newcastle, can you?
0: definitely not but for um you obviously you're more of a boxing fan than myself i do like the boxing i have to be honest i like the i like watching obviously any fight on uh when i get the chance to but what would you say troy williamson's biggest strengths are uh, sam for maybe the the people that maybe don't know him as well
1: he's big for the weight uh he's a super welter but he's boxed at middle before he's big for the weight so we ask him about that because um, I would maybe think he might struggle to make the weight now. But um, if you go back and um, on YouTube or whatever and go back and watch his fight from 12 months ago against Ted Cheeseman, when he won the um, the British title, he was the underdog in that fight, um, you can see the size difference between them. So we've got to utilise his, his, his attributes. Uh, he'll have a bigger reach. He's, 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 he's a big lad for the weight. He really is. So um, that's his main... He can dominate centre ring. So uh, yeah, he's um, he should dominate.
0: Do you put him favourite
1: for this fight? No, I put it as completely and utterly fifty-fifty. It is. Like obviously, when people like promote boxing promoters will say, "Oh, this is a fifty-fifty fight," and then you go on like your bookmaker of choice, and like there's a one-to-five favourite. Nah, this is a fifty-fifty fight. This is as close a fight as you can get. They've come up completely different ways, but they're both really talented, um, talented fighters. So um, I'm really looking forward to this fight. It's going to be an absolute barnstormer.
0: Yeah, December the second, as Sam rightly mentioned, so just a day before the Tyson Fury fight on December the third.
1: That's 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 a boring fight.
0: Right against Chizora, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we've seen it twice before. They were terrible fights both times and Chisora was completely outclassed and this one will be exactly the same. So this, between Troy and Josh Kelly, is the best fight of, the, of that weekend.
0: Well, that weekend could be extraordinary because before Newcastle make their little trip to Saudi, <laughs> there's a matter of a World Cup where England could potentially have a last 16 match that weekend. So that could be the, the little starter, if you like, if you in terms of more of a football fan. That's your starter in the England match. Against whoever is the main course, so it's I've got to get my head around game. these dates.
1: This is just this World Cup is just like confusing the living f out of me. So I've <laughs> I've got to get my head around when these dates are for these games because yeah, it's just it's just not in my it's just in my periphery at the moment.
0: I have to say this is an explicit episode, by the way, because we don't really say this a lot. Because then, but there is a couple of. Uh, effing and jeffing in this podcast so, uh, that? <laughs> yeah it was a couple of words by our guest Did you remember rightly uh
1: no i don't i mean there was effing and jeffing last week with raul and Ant, but you know i, I, I can't remember too much
0: you you, as long as you're not as long as you're not offended but if you are offended, no nothing we,
1: sorry. we wouldn't put anything out that's offensive apart from I mean, Troy does openly admit he's not a Newcastle fan about halfway through, so that was lovely. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's still a great fight for the northeast. That's why we've got him on. We did know he wasn't a Newcastle fan before getting him on, but the fact remains, the fight's in Newcastle. We've had some
0: fans on before, Sam.
1: Exactly, Tom White. It was his stag do this weekend. Uh, I saw pictures on his Instagram um, of him larging it with a few Sky Sports um, people as well. Um, Pete Graves, not one of them though. He was holding. <gasps> I think he was working. But um, to be fair, if if you watch Sky Sports News, if, if Tom's not there, Pete is. So one of them has to be there. Um, but I have an email. Should we go? Should we do the emails?
0: Du, du, du,
1: du, du. So this it's one.
0: Email sign.
1: So this one isn't a question. Um, it was. Uh, a message we had um says hi lads last night i watched a uh, old podcast of yours where you discussed a memorial to my late father i am the youngest son referred to in the discussion i left gateshead in 1965 on transfer with my then employers to take up a post in what was then rhodesia i now reside in south africa and return often to the uk to spend time with my elder daughter who resides in north yorkshire it's very exciting to learn that there is a plan to persuade Newcastle United to erect a statue in honour of my father, who was an adopted Geordie, having spent his happiest years in Gateshead. Um, it says, uh, I'm sure that we um, we can all join together to support and encourage anyone involved in this project to acknowledge my father's contribution to the Newcastle United legacy. Kind regards. Matthew Gallagher, Hughie Gallagher's son. So he's obviously referring to a previous episode there that we did with um, Cal Dinter um, about um, obviously he had a he had a, a memorial brick um, opened in Derby, didn't he? And now um, he wanted to do the same up in Newcastle. But it was great. Hughie's son got in touch with us all the way from South Africa. Johnny thought.
0: I think first things first thank you very much for the, the 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 message more than anything i think it was certainly a subject that we didn't know a lot about and went until we obviously done a little bit of research before we had we did the podcast but it's certainly i think it, it's certainly a conversation that needs to be re- revisited in regards mm. to 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 to, to hughie gallagher i think um I, I i think some people only know a little bit of the story and I think when you get the full picture of, what, of everything, I think there should be more recognition and again this is a this is a, this is a man who like Huey's son says, had spent his best times on Tyneside and mm-hmm. we always we always try and remember remember the recognition of people who have done well for us and because like I say Newcastle has one of the most passionate crowds in the world in my opinion, I'm going to be slightly biased, but yeah if anyone that hasn't listened to that podcast previously or listened to this one, I certainly would recommend it, Sam, because it was it was very eye-opening.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. And and wall, wall flags have a a Huey Gallagher flag, don't they? I mean they have a few do, of yeah. like these these old legends. Huey Gallagher's one of them. There's obviously a Jackie Milburn one. There's a few others. So he is it's not like he's gonna be forgotten, is he? Because um it's Huey Gallagher absolute staple in um Newcastle United's history, and I think it's something the club will address in in years to come. They're a lot more in in touch now with history and and all that side of of, of Newcastle, which has obviously been neglected under the previous regime. But um, yeah, it's the little touches that um, that help, doesn't it? And there's there's certainly a lot of uh, quite a few things that have been done since the takeover. And um, I'm sure something like that will follow soon enough.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they will. And you say, you say now, obviously, under the right owners now, we've got new owners. It, it, it certainly will... Um, it, it, it'll certainly be more likely that something can be done and something can be resolved. And I do wish, you know, the Gallagher family all the very best in that because I do think that they deserve that recognition. But let's get it back to the podcast. It, it's obviously a really, really big day, December the 2nd, for Troy Williamson He takes on Josh Kelly... Make sure you can get tickets. There's still plenty of time for this fight. It's on the 2nd of December, at the the Arena. It's going to be a fantastic fight. And if you can't share Troy on from victory. He's, he's already got it in the bag, of
1: course. But just make sure. With Troy as well, what I brilliant. will say is, what I will say, sorry, he's never in a dull fight. I, I would Johnny, the first thing you're going to do when we finish here, you're going to uh, rewatch his fight with Ted Cheeseman. And I you're going do. to be like, oh my gosh, that is just what a tear up.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I will do. But yeah, I think it's about time we get this podcast up and running. So this is the Greenwood and Mulliner Show and it is with Troy Williamson. The Greenwood and Mulliner Show on Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone. welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. Today, me and Sam are joined by the British super welterweight champion, and it's a big, big welcome to Troy Williams. And Troy, welcome to the show today.
2: Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for getting me on.
0: No, no, it's an absolute pleasure. Let's get the main, the main event. December second, yourself, Troy, against Josh Kelly, live on Channel Five on the Utility Arena in Newcastle. Troy, can you please tell us why you are going to beat this mucker?
2: <laughs> uh. If, if I thought I I don't know what would spin the camera on, but if I could spin the camera, I've got 1,200 tickets laid out in my front the room, ready to be posted all this week. The support is unbelievable. Uh, so I'm not just doing it for myself, I'm doing it for the whole of the North East, and trust me, he's getting it.
1: It's such a great fight, not just for the North East, but it's a proper 50-50 domestic scrap. <laughs> I've... It, it's boxing at the moment with everything that's going on in the wider boxing world, there's things going on that aren't so positive. But stuff like this fight, the Savannah Marshall, Clarissa Shields fight the other week, it just restores your faith back into boxing. And it's a big deal as well to, for it to be on terrestrial TV. So as many eyes as possible get on this fight, isn't it, Troy?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think Channel 5 is the, the best platform Was not many people... Who obviously, you can see obviously the... the the cost of living these days, like not many people can afford pay per view or can afford Sky or I don't have Sky. But I don't like I have one of them. Hey, the dodgy boxes. So <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not a lot of people can afford Sky or afford BD and like you say, Channel Five it's free. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's great and it's gonna. I think it's gonna do great numbers. You talk about the fact it's on Channel Five as well, Troy. Like I, I remember growing up just
0: being a fan of boxing, like I'm, a, I'm more the casual fan, Sam's more in-depth in in, depth in terms of uh, being a big, big boxing fan, but you always see real good talent emerge from Channel 5 fights onto you know your bigger fights, and there's been some fantastic boxers over the years. Do you feel like you can continue with that?
2: Continue to grow on Channel 5?
0: Well, for yourself and just in your career, because you've seen other boxers as well that have you know, started out on Channel Five, etc., and move on to you know bigger platforms. But I mean, bigger fights in general, like world, world title fights. Yeah,
2: definitely. like you're saying, bigger platforms. But I think Channel Five is one of the biggest platforms because it's obviously it's free, and so anybody can tune in. Um I'd love to keep fighting on Channel Five.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. Bringing the big fights to terrestrial TV, as I say, it, it, it's a huge domestic fight. This is proper fifty-fifty. I was watching the the press conference when the fight was um, properly launched, and it was it was quite respectful, wasn't it? Between between you and Josh, um, the, the, I, I did sense maybe a bit of underlying needle there. Is that just a bit of domestic rivalry burning through?
2: I think the needle is just, he's in my way, that's it really, Um, that's all it is, like you said, there's no genuine bad blood, there's no genuine beef, it's just, it's a business at the end of the day, whether I like him or I don't like him, he's uh, going to have to get dealt with on December 2nd.
0: I'm right in thinking, You've, you've sparred a lot with each other as well, so you know each other inside out and out, what are Josh Kelly's biggest weaknesses and how can you exploit them?
2: Um, his biggest weaknesses is, is obviously his lack of heart. In previous fights, obviously, as a lot of people have noted and a lot of people have mentioned, um, he doesn't really he, he gases out. He doesn't really do. It. I don't think he's done the distance. So if he has, it's only against what opponents that he should be getting rid of. So, um, every time he's stepped up, he's, he's been found out. Um, and I think we're gonna. Obviously, not fine out again. Obviously, on December second, because I think, great, I don't know, his biggest weakness is. I think you, you've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to, you've got to stay his heart. Because obviously, when he stepped up and he's, he's had it rough and he's had it tough, then he looked for a way out. In my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I rewatched. Um, in fact, I, I've got to be honest. I have rewatched it a couple of times. Your fight with uh, Ted Cheeseman from it was about twelve months ago now, wasn't it? Um, yeah and when we're on about heart, there was plenty of heart from both uh, yourself and ted that night that was an unbelievable fight do you think that was not necessarily a turning point because let's face it you're still undefeated and that but that night you won the title you went in there on a on a matchroom show as as the b side weren't you and and you've come out on top and now you're the man in britain in in this weight division um what was so special about that night, in your opinion?
2: Nobody gave me a chance. A lot of people wrote me off. Um, close, I've said it obviously, I'm getting sick of saying it, but, close friends, I had close friends that were writing me off. Uh, thought of me, a bit and even backed against me. It's like, they're not, obviously not my friends, obviously, I don't, don't speak to them now, but, i like to say, obviously, I had a lot of self-belief, me, my coach, and, my family, obviously, yeah, and me, like some of my close friends. I knew exactly what I was going to do. I knew exactly how it was going to play out. And yeah, I, I said, I said, it, I said it from the start, obviously it'll be a really close fight. But at some some point in that fight, it, it will catch fire. It, it'll revert back to old, old tactics. You'll stand and fight, and I'll be too big for him and I'll get him out there.
0: Self-belief. self-belief is so important Troy and you hit the nail on the head there like if, if you don't I think loads of people say this and especially sportsmen say this as well but if, if I don't believe in myself who else is going to believe in themselves and I think the, the fact that you touched about the fact that you took uh, your closest friends not really giving you a chance does that even spur you on even more because when you think of someone like people that you appreciate as close close people aren't giving you that respect if you like does that yeah. even spur you on even more
2: yeah, I've been doubting me me my whole career. Well, not even just through out with full career. Even before I started boxing, like a thought I wasn't I was not gonna do nice. uh, So like you say, I've been I've been fighting since I was in boxing just to hold down jobs, try to stay in school, things like that. So been fighting for years and um obviously it's starting to all pay off now and all, all, all these all these people that you said I was never gonna do nothing, they all climb up the woodwork and you know active to be your best friend now. But obviously, I'll never forget where I come from, never forget who helped me and I'll always, I'll always never forget who wasn't there when I needed him.
1: On the complete flip side of that, your opponent didn't have to really scratch and claw his way up. He was he got the full kind of matrimonial sky sports treatment right at the start of his professional career, didn't he? And that the hype around Josh Kelly, to, um, up until the Avenisium fight was was absolutely monstrous. Um, do you think he's got more to prove now, more to prove than you, than you do, because you've got the title and you've already kind of clawed your way and proved yourself up to this point?
2: I don't think so. Obviously, I, I just it's been bit something for me, it's just. There's plenty of hunger left. Um, I'm not nowhere near the finish tackle and I'm not nowhere near where I want to be in, in the sport. So I don't think he's as hungry as me. Um, if you look, at, obviously, look at what he does. He's got a huge following. He's plenty of backing. boo-hoo man? But you say nah, there's um, plenty of fight left in me, and I don't think there's nobody as, as hungry as me.
0: And I know you're going to say when you win. On December the second, uh, Troy, and when you win, do you think that will be Josh Kelly's last fight? Because a lot of people are saying if he when he well, in your opinion, when he loses this fight, because I'm sure you're really, really confident that'll be a career-ending fight for Josh Kelly.
2: Um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about career-ending. Um, all depends on how it finishes. If space obviously, I will be winning the fight, and I'll be looking to win it in. Style, which is I do take him out in demonstrating fashion, it could be the end, yeah, but um who knows? He's only twenty-eight, yeah. So he's a few years younger than me, so he's not old, is he? Got plenty, plenty of years left and like you say he, this is his first real step up at 154. I know he's fought twice at it before, but they were against nobody, so he's in with a real solid one fifty 150, what one five four fighter uh December second and we're gonna we'll see we'll see how much he really wants it. When I, when I did, when
1: I, yeah. You yourself are like pretty big for the for, for super welter. I mean, you could see that when when you fought Cheeseman. I mean, you were completely towered over him. Is is super welter? Is that where your future lies, or are you looking to step up eventually back up to middle?
2: Yeah, like, obviously I'll step up when I win the when I win a bit of shit. i title out outright, unless obviously like a big opportunity comes, and then obviously I'll I'll, I'll stay at super welter. What like Point is moving up if I, if I make it comfortable. I hmm. Obviously, have it comfortable. Obviously not. Um, but with enough time, um, yeah, I make it. I make it pretty, pretty easy. A lot of people think I struggle to make the weight, but um, I've done it. I mean, I've done it four times now, and you can look at look at, me, at my performances. It didn't look like I struggled to make weight once. Um, come on stronger as the fight goes on, so. Like you say we've enough time i've got a great nutritionist on board so uh 154 is where the future holds for now
0: i think you, you talk about those later rounds and everyone i think for obviously our, even our know is a casual fan it's the championship rounds isn't it those like nine ten eleven twelve those last four rounds in particular and then a lot of people are indicating obviously the, the i'll say the experts if you like if i'm doing the research they're saying if you can get it to eight nine ten eleven twelve it's, it's yours to lose troy because that's where you Almost the same coming into your own, if you like. Do, do you do you have a game plan to get to there, or do you think you can get the job done earlier? It, I think that's probably the big question, really. Can you plan for certain events like that, or do you just think, right, let's just get it done as quick as possible?
2: No, obviously, and to be honest with you, I never really go in there looking for the looking for the stoppage because when you do, it never comes, and you just you force on things. Um. Like that, my last fight against like, David Benitez, obviously I was forcing things and I was rushing things, but let's be honest, when you're fighting these type of guys that are just there to survive, all you got to do is attack him. If I stood off him and boxed him and he, he could, he wouldn't have landed a punch on me, but he'd have went the full round, he'd have went the full distance where I wanted to get him out there. Yeah, obviously, it's good to, 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 to get the stoppage. So, like you said, the only way to do that was to attack him. So, like, obviously, them sort of guys make you look bad. Um, so obviously going into the Josh fight, I'm going to be, I'm going to be ready, and I'm just going to, I'm going to apply smart pressure, and we'll just, we'll see how we cope because he's in for a tough night for as long as it lasts.
1: That's what I like to hear. I mean, this is obviously a uh, a fight you've you've wanted because you were, you you turned up to his his last fight, wasn't it? Um, in uh, a lovely black and white uh, shirt. Um, what was the thinking behind that, and was that done just to bait him in to get this fight signed, sealed, delivered?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, obviously, people who can't see that are just playing stupid. To be fair, like for everybody from his side, is fans or followers or whatever, saying that like I'm a I'm a I'm a fake. He was calling me a fake mag. It's just it's ridiculous, you know. Like. Turned up in guys Newcastle top. That was there was only one reason I was doing it, and it was to get under his skin, and it obviously worked. And oh, to be honest man. with you, I, I don't know why because he didn't even support Sunderland. If you see me, the recent in, interview that I uploaded, he was saying that he's he doesn't really support Sunderland, he's not a big uh, football fan. But now, all of a sudden, he must have woke up and he's a diehard Sunderland fan for some reason. Why would anyone know, just know. wake up
1: and decide to be a diehard Sunderland fan? That's well, really <laughs> weird.
2: For what, I don't know one man just likes, that doesn't like that doesn't like football. He's made, he must be the only bloke I know that doesn't support football. Man who...
0: <laughs> I think it's just mind games, isn't it? It's mind games, and that and that you must you must have really got under his skin so much. there, Troy. I think how how important is mind games in in preparation for and in, in boxing matches and big big boxing matches that you got? I
2: think some some people can. Ignore something like that. Like, I've got, I, I'm in a group chat with the lads, and day in, day out, every second, minute, hour of the day, so they're on your back. Like, if I post, no matter what I post, then like, I post a running and it'll be too slow or wherever where you are walking. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I'm used to getting stick. So, when, when people are trying to give me stick, or it goes through one ear and out the other, where you give him a little bit of stick, or anything and it? it just looks like he just it bottles it all up. Some people can take it, some people can't. I don't think you can take it. I find no. it funny. It's all fun and games for me.
1: I think the Fight Week press conferences could get a bit lively because your promoter's not that shy about um, <laughs> getting his gob working and then obviously Caller's on 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 um, Josh Kelly's side as well. Adam Boobs not shy as well. I, th- I think Fight Week's going to be pretty tasty.
2: Yeah, fight weeks will be good. because it's close to the fight then. go. We're not long. We're not far off now. Five weeks. In five weeks it'll uh, it'll come around.
0: Where are you in terms of your training, Troy? Because I know obviously, I think I think a lot of people. I think well, I was going to say a lot of people. I think everybody appreciates what boxers put themselves through honestly, on fight night, but the training that goes into it is absolutely unbelievable. Where where would you say you're at right now?
2: Uh, as in what?
0: Just in, like in terms of in terms of how ready you are for the fight, I know it's obviously there's still a few weeks away, but
2: a few weeks away, um, sparring really well, sparring good. I'm hitting some great times running. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true athlete. I'm always in the gym, so like I I don't really need to get ready. I, I stay ready just just in case of obviously maintain the weight. That's that's all it really. Just not overdoing things.
1: I mean, for for people watching and listening now who don't. Sort of follow boxing or um know what goes on beside, behind the scenes in preparation for a fight. What does what does a, a normal day look like for you when you're preparing for a fight? <sighs>
2: uh, well, I completely forgot about this interview. For one, I was in bed. Got the message <laughs> I was in bed there. I thought, Fuck, I, you? I forgot about this." We meant, meant to be eight o'clock on it. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I'll lay in bed there. Just yeah. knock so, the
1: macam out on the second and, and we're even. Don't worry. Canada,
2: probably, so. <laughs> uh, early nights, early mornings, I'm up at six o'clock, uh, firstly, I go to Greg's, get a coffee and then tomorrow I'm in the gym at night at half nine and I'm on, hitting pads, a few bags, and then I'll run on the night. But usually it's run on them on and then boxing tea time. Um twenty Train twice a day, boxing five days a week, three runs a week, and two S&C sessions. So, yeah, uh, that's tough.
0: More. I don't think I'd have enough after the first
2: run, never mind. The fight, runs. Never mind the fight The fight comes at a perfect time. I get to enjoy the Christmas markets this year, mm. which I got to do, because the last couple of fights have been like the 20, 22nd of all, December, or the 21st or the 20th, so the markets have finished. So, big win on the second, and then be able to enjoy all the Christmas markets and just a nice and fat old Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be, be ideal for you. Um, I, have to, I always ask, uh, you know, when we've got different sportsmen that obviously aren't footballers in terms of like Newcastle United, I always ask who are, you, who are your boxing like boxing heroes, for example, when we get a boxer. So, who is your boxing hero? Who did you look up to, Troy, in your first? Uh,
1: it's getting first looking into boxing. Big clue in the background.
0: And I was going to have to be,
1: I'm more for the podcast listeners because uh, they can't see what's behind you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mike
2: Tyson is uh, I was a huge fan of Mike Tyson growing up. Uh, Miguel Cotto Shane Mosley and then we the see like Roy Jones Jr.
1: Yeah. Legends. Absolute legends. Is it hard to kind of 'Cause this is a huge fight in front of you, but is it hard to to not look ahead to the future once you get the win on the second of like world level fighters? Is there anyone that you particularly want to get in the ring within the future?
2: I just, like, I just want to I take each each fight as it as it comes and then obviously just keeps stepping up the opposition. Um get rid of Josh first firstly and foremost and then I'll enjoy Christmas and I'll start I'll 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 have a thinking look at where the, where we're gonna go like in in the new year, I'll definitely be enjoying christmas after after the nice big one I don't want to talk about boxing after that
0: <laughs> Have you already got your celebrations planned you say you want to go to the, go with the markets after the, obviously after the fight on the second but have you, have you have you got it all planned in
2: your head what you're gonna do nah not really uh I've got a few trips away I've got like a what trip to to, to London the week after a box and London a week after that. Uh no, nah, not really just I'll just be chilling out and drain yourself. Too right,
1: don't blame you. I mean, obviously things um on the football pitch are going really well for for Newcastle at the moment. The North East crowd always come out and, and support their own. How important is it that um you 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 tap into just a rejuvenated area in terms of sporting success at the moment to get to well to eventually sell out this utility arena,
2: oh, we bang on like the full northeast is bouncing. Um, it's newcastle flying, newcastle football team are flying. Um, and there's some huge talent in the northeast boxing wise, and we're only just starting to get the recognition. Like, I think mean, it's just because it's a small, like you say, said, a small city. All oh, you look at the London, the Manchester fighters, we're all getting opportunities. Where look at oh, look at Tommy Ward, for instance, young Tommy Ward is. He should have been fighting for a world title years ago but he's never had the opportunity. Um but it's coming like you say, Fan of flying the flag, Louis Witson, myself, Tommy, all the all the other youngsters coming through, Joe McFauser, Joe Laws, there's loads. Um yeah and obviously I think in in a few years to come then look at the McCormacks. In a few years to come I think we can do a real good show up, up the North East. Mm. And hope. They sell out sell out an arena.
0: I was just going to say, obviously, the utility is obviously a fantastic arena for, for boxing. But would it would it be special if potentially down the line, St James's Park, a sellouts, headlining it for a world title fight, could
2: would, would that be a, like an, an almost an ultimate dream if you like Troy? Yeah, believe it or not, I don't, I don't even Don't want you for but obviously to sell out the St James's Park or sell out any like. Any northeast arena, um, I've trained in Middlesbrough. I've got a huge fan base in the east So even like the riverside or Darlington, anywhere, it'll be a dream come true.
1: Yeah, it absolutely would. But um, and 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 you you completely spot on about about the northeast, the talent, uh, the boxers up there now. They're just so many just awaiting big opportunities because the the quality round that region at the moment. Unreal. I mean, obviously Savannah was so unlucky the other week, and that was like an all-time classic. But like the, the the talent on the undercard, even there was loads of northeast fighters on that undercard. The women, April Hunter, Georgia O'Connor, they're just the depth around the area now is um, is just growing and getting better and better and better, isn't it? It
2: is, yeah. Like you said, it's not to mention you've got the McCormack's hmm. Carmax, uh, Mark Dickinson, Bobby Dalton from Margin, Tyrus Pattinson, and then you've got, yeah. the women. you've got the women, Savannah, April, George O'Connor. You could be, uh, you could name there's loads.
1: It would be um, a very deep undercard at St. James's or the Riverside <laughs> when that day comes,
2: yeah, definitely. And like you say, obviously, one day I think it'll come hmm.
0: out of all those boxes that you've named that are representing the North East incredibly well. Apart from yourself, who of course will be a, a world champion, you're a world champion in waiting, Troy. Who, out of all those boxes that you've just mentioned there, who do you see has got the best chance of becoming a world champion?
2: There's, there's a few on the brink. Like you said, there's Lewis Whitson and Tommy Ward, and Savannah Marshall when she comes back. And then you've got all like the, um, the real hot prospects, like Pat McCormack. Olympic silver medalist, um, Simon Patterson has just picked up a I think a WBA Intercontinental title, so there's yeah there's a few on the brink of of uh, world honours and there's plenty coming through that in a couple of years we'll be knocking on the door for world titles definitely.
1: Mm. Yeah, completely agree. Um, going back on to the second of uh, December, then how does this fight end?
2: Well Trojan win? Uh, Stop your draw points. Uh I won't believe arena a loser, trust me. <laughs> well, we're, we're certainly
0: not betting against you. We're certainly not betting against you, Troy. We normally say wish you all the best and good luck. Just bring the you W home. You don't need <laughs> it. You're gonna yeah, get the job
2: done. The W's coming home like I've, I've trained too hard, sacrificed so much and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Good man, good man. Well, like I say, we, obviously we know the win's going to happen, so we're not going to wish you luck. We just know it's going to happen, and when you come back,
1: luck is, so, exactly. is for losers. Don't need it. Luck is for losers.
0: You have to show us the belt. when uh, We have to show us the, uh, the all the victory parade, if you like, and uh, afterwards yeah, all the yeah, right. all the celebrations afterwards. That'd be fantastic. But Troy, yeah, we'll, thank you. So, we'll, we'll jump so back on.
2: Tour, on. We'll jump back on afterwards, and uh, I'll have all my food laid out on the floor for <laughs> me. <laughs> We'll, we'll set it up.
0: Good man, good man, Troy. Honestly, would like to like say thank you so much for doing this interview. Really do appreciate. Obviously, not too far away from your fight, but Sam, where can everybody listen to this podcast?
1: Links are all in the description, as well as links for tickets for the fight at the Utility Arena, Friday, second of December. The Macam's getting knocked out.
0: From myself, Jonathan Green, my co-host Sam Milner, and our guest Troy Williamson. We'll see you all
2: very soon. Thank you very much.
0: Newcastle Fans TV. The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is proudly sponsored by Casa San Lorenzo Gosforth, the best Italian cuisine in the North East. Reserve a table today on 0191213 0399 or visit CasasanLorenzo.co.uk.